Hey, y'all, today on Storytime with Jay Marie, I'm going to tell y'all a couple of stories that I've experienced with my friends. Y'all want to hear this? Let's talk about it. my beautiful girls and my wise men listening? It's your girl, Jay Marie. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Girl Talk with Jay Marie. And yes, y'all, it's Girl Talk. But a wise man is listening. And for today's episode, as you can see, I am fully ready for Wakanda forever. If you are listening, Thank you so much. Uh, I also appreciate you for watching because you can see that in this outfit, I am recently leaving the screening of Wakanda Forever and it was incredible. So I want to thank you all for listening and subscribing to Girl Talk with Jay Marie. I really appreciate you all over the country. I'm so empowered. If you have not saw the movie yet, which you may or may not have, not sure when you're going to see this episode. Uh, it was incredible, and I feel so empowered as a black woman. Woo! So I got excited, and I was like, let me keep my little outfit on and do story time with Jay Marie. And for those who don't know, it is story time with Jay Marie. And today we are using the queen of everything cup bowl slash for us to pull our episode story from. I am so excited for you all to watch the movie because I was able to do a Q and A, a question and answer session um, with the, 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 the director and the cast, uh, primary cast for, um, Wakanda Forever, oh, an RIP to Chadwick. I, I mean, I can't stop saying that the movie is a lot behind, it, it, it really, um, it, it's a lot behind the grief, the stages of grief, just dealing with grief, and I, I really appreciate them doing that for this movie as somebody who has lost loved ones it's so important not to scheme past those things and it's like i really appreciated how they wrote this movie and obviously the performances were exceptional but just the writing was very much appreciated for those who have to grieve for those who even grieve chadwick um who are still grieving chadwick so many tears were flowing i cried three different times um it was big. It was big. And congratulations to the cast and crew of Wakanda Forever. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Wakanda Forever. Okay. So, y'all know what Girl Talk with J. Marie um, story time. We take a story. I do not know anything about these episodes. I really wrote these months ago. And I actually forgot what I wrote. So, whatever I pull out, I will go straight into story time. I want you guys to know this is raw and uncut. I don't have nothing to hide from y'all. You ask, I tell. It's as simple as that. Oops, I hit my microphone. You ask, I tell. Like, for instance, right now, I don't even have a bra on. I went to go see Wakanda Forever and my boobies were free. <laughs> Shout out to me for that. Um, yeah, you know, back in the day, our boobs used to be free. For those who didn't know, we never had to wear a bra. And I still live by that. Okay, nobody cares. All right, let me pull this out. Let's see what our episode topic is going to be for today. I'm not looking at all. Nervous always because I say I want to tell y'all everything and then I'm always scared of what it's going to be. Oh, God, the first thing I see is just between friends. That immediately makes me nervous. I don't know what the hell I'm about to ask myself. Just Because <laughs> God knows if I got to tell y'all the truth. Woo! Just between friends. Did they help you, hurt you? Example. Wait. Expire something. Experience something together. 
just between friends? Did they help you? Oh, okay. I think I know what they're asking. Y'all, I look for writing prompts. I look for story prompts. Different ways. So, I'm going to try to share two of these. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to share two of these. Because friendship is big. And all it's a it's a relationship that we all deal with and we deal with many different relationships and friends are a huge part, a huge component of relationships that we have for a regular part of life. Some of us have several people that we claim as friends. Some of us understand that someone being me, which is why I say it like this. Some of us understand that I don't call everybody my friend because once you live a little while longer, you understand that a friend is someone who has no choice but to be there. And I say that with the most gracious appreciation because as a friend, it's not always a easy to be there for your friends when you don't feel like being there but as a person who needed a friend i also am so grateful for the times that my friends have sacrificed being there for me so with that being said i'm making sure that you know we're still rolling here on the microphone um just between friends so talking about my friendships um i'm gonna start with this first question did my friends did they help you i'm gonna talk about a time where my friends helped me and I'm going to specifically talk about one friend, maybe two friends in this circumstance. And if I get emotional, it's only because I literally just finished watching Wakanda forever. And when you watch it, you'll understand why this can make you get emotional. Once I talk about it one time that two of my friends helped me and, um, y'all know, I don't like using names. But they'll know who they are when they hear this. In 2006, I lost my best friend and my brother, Justin Maurice. And I was in the space. I was in Louisiana with my friends at that time because I was in school. And um, two of my friends, one male, one female, one was there when I found out. And one was there after I found out. The one that was there when I found out, and we'll call her Tiffany, because the name starts with a T. My mom made me go give her the phone, and we spoke on speakerphone at 3 o'clock in the morning to talk about this. And although it's 2006, it still hurts to have this conversation. If you ever grieve somebody unexpectedly, you understand. But... Um, I appreciated her for helping me with that moment because I did not know what was about to come out of my mother's mouth. I didn't know that she was about to tell me that my brother was dead. I didn't know that she was about to tell me that I lost one of my favorite people in the world. That was my very first experience losing somebody very close to me. So that was tough. And she helped me hear those words at three o'clock in the morning. And we was drunk. 
we had just finished turning up and partying and just had got home from a long night of having a good time. And my friend Tiffany, for the sake of this conversation, she was there. And to this day, we are still friends. And I very much appreciate her for being the person that was there when I heard the hardest news of my life. And I lost my daddy five years after that. And that still is the hardest news that I heard because it was the first time I ever lost somebody that I cared about. And unexpectedly, and my friend was a friend. She let me cry, scream. I broke the walls in our apartment. was punching stuff. I was upset. And she was there. And the other friend that was there was the guy that I was dating at the time, who was also still my friend to this day. And I love him and I appreciate him. And we'll call him Derek (laughs) because he was there for me and he helped me grieve and get through that time. Because after I buried my brother, or in that sake, we cremated him, but... Derek, who, again, I was dating, who could have been a jerk, you know, and been a man, and he wasn't, because at the time, me and him had been really close friends before we was ever anything else. And it's funny, because Lovers and Friends was popular at that time. Tell me again, can we be lovers? That was the song then, and he was my friend. He was my lover, he was my friend, and he... Let me stay at his house every day. And I was with him often, but, like, I really needed his help then. And when we talk about the story of did they help you, he helped me get through a very hard time of grief. I was so sad. I was so sad. And I was so scared because I had never lost anyone. I didn't know what to expect, and I couldn't sleep with the lights off. And Derek let me stay at his house with the lights on. You know, I was throwing up when I found out my brother passed. I was sick as a dog, depressed and everything. And um, Derek came to my house. He lay with me in the bed and just held me. My breath smelling like throw up. He still sat there. He talked about my breath. (laughs) But he stuck around. And uh, he comforted me in a very, very hard time. And I love that man for that and um appreciate him as my friend especially in that time and you know how I feel about you for that for sure that don't go nowhere um and another thing that's on here that's a lot that's heavy so let me talk about um huh the last thing on here I'm not gonna talk about anybody that's hurt me um I don't really the friends that have hurt me are no longer in my life and I don't want to give them any edge here. And that's something just for side note, for those who are listening, uh, don't give anybody that's hurt you this kind of time. <laughs> if they hurt you, they weren't supposed to be for you. So peace out. That was your loss. Um, and really I didn't get hurt by those people. I was relieved from those people. God removed them from my life. Cause I pray that prayer all the time. Take people out of my life that ain't supposed to be here. So sorry for you. Moving on to experience something together. And I'll end it on a very light note. (laughs) I 
I'll do a simple light note so that I don't go into too long of a story. Hopefully we get more friend stories because these are really funny. Y'all know I'm crazy and I do a lot of things. Um, an experience together I will share with a friend that I still have, whom I love and I adore. And I love her because we do things like these. So the experience that I have with this friend was in Punta Cana, uh, Dominican Republic. And <laughs> while we were there, it was something that we say, you know, we're just going to grace this place. <laughs> so we graced the Punta Cana, uh, Dominican, Dominican Republic uh, with us. And at that time, uh, we were finishing up a night. We had such a great time while we were there. There was several of us there. It was for my birthday and a little gathering that we had with friends and family. But it was my birthday weekend, so we were doing the end most. And um, when we were headed back to the room, she and I, <laughs> we skinny dipped in the pool uh, before we went into the room. So we were like, just record us jumping into the water with no clothes on. <laughs> so our other friend that was with us, we had her record us. And, uh, my friend's name is, um, Eileen. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a fake name. I was sorry. Her name is Eileen is what we'll call her. And, uh, we jumped into the water with our clothes off, uh, while our friends, while our friend recorded us. <laughs> <laughs> at the resort so that's what I did that I experienced with another friend that I love her for doing that with me because some people are scary and she didn't even hesitate neither did I of course it was so fun I'll do it a hundred times I love the fact that we were able to do that it was so awesome <laughs> oh my god we're crazy Life is great. I hope you enjoyed this story time with Jay Marie. I love y'all. Please make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and share. Let us know. Well, let me know. Uh, what's a fun time? What is a moment that you shared with your friends, whether it was how they helped you or something that you experienced with them? Please leave it in the comments. I can't wait to read this if you do. And, um... Yeah, let me know what y'all think about my experiences. I don't, I mean, if you don't want to share, you could just tell me what I did wrong. All right. Would you jump in the water naked? Would you? Make sure you remember that you are still alive. So remember to continue to write your own happy ending. You got this. And kind of forever. Rest in peace, child with Bozeman. And congratulations to the cast of Love y'all. Now, the Q&A with Ryan Coogler and Wakanda Forevercast. You said we're bathed in Chadwick's legacy on this set. So what was that like as an actor to literally try and portray the opposite? Somebody that was closing himself off to grief in the midst of what is probably one of the, if you're going to have a cinematic therapeutic moment of grief, that's what we all saw. What was that like? It was incredibly difficult. Um, I remember just that moment of going to my phone and seeing every possible American number calling you and you're like I went to my email and someone saying my condolences and I'm like my condolences for what I just spoke to you last night about a script why are you emailing me that and coming out of my email to see my um my team my representatives at the time say do you want to write something about Chad and I zoned out of that email 
and I went to my phone, saw all these calls, and I thought to myself, I'm gonna make this all go away. This is how I'm gonna make this go away. I'm going to call Jared and he's going to answer the phone. So I kept calling and then I saw Daniel Kaluuya. And Daniel Kaluuya don't call nobody. He busy. <laughs> I was like, why is this brother calling me? And I called him and I said, yeah, so you have like five seconds to tell me that this is not real. And he was extremely quiet. And I said, you, you're playing. And he heard me fumbling from my other phone. I heard that he had this call, this, this phone ringing. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm calling Chad. And he said, Tish, the family. And that's when I lost it. So then- Reputation. Like, the public doesn't celebrate the blueprint. You know what I mean? Like, the public appreciates a, a nice looking building, but if I like showed you the blueprint for the Burj Khalifa, like most of us wouldn't know what we was looking at. You know what I mean? Like, like but, but for whatever reason, like screenplays get celebrated. You know what I'm saying? And people know about them and you can read them and, and have a good time. But but the, the truth is, that's not the finished product. You know what I'm saying? Like the, fin the finished product is the movie. And and sometimes things can be read really cool, but but when they when they said, you know, the effect isn't isn't there and, and that's when the actor comes in, you know, so that's when we that's when we work. A lot of times we working on set, you know what I mean? Like a lot of the best lines in this movie didn't come from me and Joe. You know, like it came from it came from them. You know, they would say, Hey, I'm thinking about what I like, maybe she should say this. And it's like, man, there you go. You know what I mean? Where, where it's like, this ain't working for me. Make this work. I'll be back in 20 minutes. You know what I mean? And then you know, we'll watch, we'll look at it, and it's like, okay, yeah, here it is, right here. You know, this is this is where it's at. So it's a it's a very iterative process. I mean, look, man, Leaky Tower Khan, that did not come from me. You know, that was Alex and my bill and to saying, hey man, we need something to say. Like, the Wakanda's got Wakanda forever, man. Where where where's our thing at? We thinking we thinking maybe it's this, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, Leaky Talakon, okay. I'm like, Josue, what's that mean? Rise Talakon. I'm like, perfect, you know. Wow. <laughs> and then, and okay, I so y'all got that the tea. So that was a collaborative process with the actors to give their version of Wakanda forever. Hundred percent. Wow. Yeah, that, and that's that's what, I just had to catch that. You know, I was like placed in my hands. You know, um. So so yeah, like it's. it's for us, man, for Joe and myself, you know, we're thinking about what's going to be on, on, on screen, you know, and what's the best thing that's going to be on screen. And, and you asked about uh, Ramon Angela's not, not here, but but <clears throat> she's somebody who, who didn't ask for where she was. Like, she had a lot of power in this movie. None of it she was after, you know, like, and in, 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 in she holding on to a lot. And, and trying not to let it break through. But when she has to fire somebody that she cares about deeply, you know, like like some of that comes out when she, you know, and in, in, in the movie was for, for us about people, <clears throat> not just the loss of, of T'Challa, but people losing things that define them, you know, mm. like, like, um, we don't want to get too many spoilers now, because although yeah. this isn't recorded, but oh, no. it's been recorded. Yeah, it's, it's oh. not. Yeah, we don't want to get too many spoilers. <laughs> In fact, I want to remind y'all came a little late, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it's interesting. You you were talking about like like it being me and Joe in the in the in the blank page, um, but but it, it never really was that. Like honestly, um, even when it was, like of course we had to write, but. We were blessed to to be writing on a, on a movie that we knew was gonna go. Like the studio was saying, "Hey, we're gonna make this. 
I'm making it with actors that I know. You know, I, we, we forged a family making that first film. And um, I kind of know the actors' idiosyncrasies. Now, obviously, we, were, we, had to, we had yet to cast these beautiful, talented, gifted actors at the end here. There was that element too that we're gonna have to build off this 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 part of the film. But as far as the Wakandans that were coming back, you know, I know these two. I know the nine. I know, you know, Angela. I know what they like, what they don't like. You know, I can kind of see it coming. You know, um, and and and, it, and it's, it it never felt like we were writing alone. You know, like I, and, I, and I knew that I had to make something that they could that they could make. You know, like I couldn't I couldn't bring them something that they, they weren't gonna be able to get them, give themselves to. So it actually made it very clear what, what had to be done, you know. Um, uh, we we, we kind of like a band, you know, and and, and I, I had to I had to write a song that they could, that they could get on stage and sing, you know. And, and if it wasn't written the right way, they wouldn't sing it, you know what I mean? Like, like it's just, it's not the group to, to do something for the sake of doing it, you know what I mean? And I'm, and I'm not the director to do something for the sake of doing it, so. I, I saw the film. It, it all, it all. <laughs> I, I, would, I would agree. But, but, but the, to, to be honest with you, those, so those two things were kind of one and the same, you know? Like, in, in, in Chad, <clears throat> he was um, many things. He was many things. He was, he, was, he was the most unique human being I ever met, you know? Um, and, and to, to know him was to be affected by him, you know, like, like is, is the truth. Um, Cause it's like that with, with, with things that are unique. And, and when we lost him, my heart broke. Cause it's like, it's like now I'm not gonna have that in my, in my life anymore as a, as a, as a guy, um, as, a, as a director. But also my heart broke for all the people he wouldn't get to meet. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you know, that, that was the, the, the that was like the cosmic unfairness of it, you know. What I, you know what I mean? Like, um, and and, and that's so good. that said, there was a duty to do something that was worthy of him, and he was so ambitious. Like he was really, really ambitious, you know. So, so it was like, if we're gonna do it, we gotta go big, you know. What I'm saying, like, like Chad didn't want to do nothing small, you know. Like if he was gonna, if he was gonna put 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 claws on at the Met Gala, it was gonna be the best claws. You know what I'm saying? Like if he was if he was gonna do an accent, he was gonna be the best at it. You know what I, you know what I mean? So it was like if we're doing it, we gotta go big for him, you know? So it was all one and the same. I mean I will say on it, like keeping everyone on their P's and Q's, yes. I didn't expect that. Was that refreshing for you with this, just showing her vulnerability that way? Yeah, it, it was. I mean initially, uh, you know, when Ryan told me of her arc, I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, no, that's right. That's absolutely right. Uh, and it is, it is, uh, it was uh, something that, you know, actually I, I, I cherish that arc. I cherish that she got to go through something that really had to shift her. And, and you couldn't, she couldn't stay in the same place, you know, and I think that that is also the beauty and the blessing of getting to do, to continue these, the story and this world of these, you know, women of African descent and characters of African descent that you rarely get to see on this platform is you get to see them get stretched now and you get to see them step into all these aspects of their humanness that you don't, we don't always get to see us do. 
Um, so to, to have the rug pulled out from under her like that uh, was, uh, you know, there was a jarring aspect, but it, it felt like when I looked outside looking in, I said, this is, this is right. This is the thing that, that needs to happen to her. And she's trying. It, it's so fitting. You know, it was very astute of, of, of Ryan and Joe because, you know, she likes to be in control and she likes to, to, she knows the result before she goes for the thing. That's who she is. She keeps the nation in, in place. And, um, you know, it was like this aspect of failing, um, this aspect of, 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 of messing up, uh, this aspect of, of also not only just that in her job, but also in the relationships that's so important to her, which is this family who she's leaned into to love and care for beyond her job. And so it's an emotional connection also, the loss of Shuri. It's not just like a, a, a job that, you know, where she messed up one day. So all of that um, was connected to, you know, and, and Ryan was really great about talking about this in the beginning, about how, as, 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 um, as Lupita was saying, she's like, he was like, she, like, the key is over here with figuring out the grief process and we're like back here. And the, the idea of how do you actually, you know, I, my my way of dealing with it is I'm going to fix everybody. I'm going to take her. She's going to come on this mission and she going to get right. You know, we're going to make her right this way. And it's not what happens. And I haven't dealt with my own process. And so, you know, I start to trip. And, um, you know, that, that sort of a journey uh, for all of us to get such singular journeys is just a real blessing. And the beauty of it is we don't see that often enough on the screen. So I was thankful to be a part of that.